all love to sit around and like talk about that like the things that annoy us right i think it like gives you like a release to get it out there right oh my goodness so we are going to talk about our greatest pet peeves why they annoy us and then share some of yours we did uh, a poll questionnaire on Instagram and people were sharing their their pet peeves and I was like wow this is personal for a lot of people and I can feel <laughs> it when people just wrote it out they just they needed to get it off their chest like they were just waiting for the opportunity to get it get it out I thank god I thought no one would ever ask <laughs> Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Ryan. And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm back. How you doing, girl? <laughs> I feel like just so thankful to be alive. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm so dramatic, but I feel so much better. Thank you for taking over and doing a solo episode last week so I could just be on my deathbed with whatever sickness this is and recover. Of course, it was my pleasure. I'm so happy that you're feeling better. I was really concerned for you for a moment because I feel like you're just pretty resilient when it comes to stuff like that. We, I think we both power through our colds and our sicknesses and we're like, we got this. Yeah. So when either of us is like, dude, I can't do it right now. It's serious. It was bad. It was bad. But anyway, that's over and done with. I am so freaking excited because last week we announced that we are having our first ever live show in New York City. I can't even explain to you the nerves, the anxiety, and the excitement running through my body. Like, I have all Same. of them. It's going to be so much fun. Thank you all for your support. If you haven't grabbed a ticket yet, grab one. I hope we can meet you. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be October 30th, which is a mischief night. And we're <laughs> which is mischief night. <laughs> no, it is. Wait, what? Wait, are you kidding me? What do you mean? Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Didn't you just make that up? <laughs> You've never heard of Mischief Night? No. Wait, I'm dying right now. Wait, I thought this is one of the reasons you also wanted to do the 30th too, because it's a Mischief <laughs> Night. <laughs> I have no idea what Mischief Night is. I just thought it was like, oh, it's around Halloween. Like, that'll be people like doing things around Halloween weekend. Wait. What were you doing the night before Halloween in high school? Were you not going out with your friends causing mischief? <laughs> no, I was a loser. <laughs> what? If I, I guess maybe I need to ask of other people if they knew of it and I just wasn't invited. Wait, I, what would you do? I mean, we weren't doing anything. We'd maybe like toilet paper, a friend's tree. Like it'd be like a kind of a prank war situation. Nothing crazy. Oh. And mostly we would probably just you know, smoke some weed and go to Taco Bell, but in the Halloween costumes, but a mischief night is the night before Halloween, which is when our show is. And obviously Halloween's like a big fun party weekend. So. Well, thank news to me that our show is on mischief night. I'm even more excited now. <laughs> oh my God. So anyways, we're gonna have to get into some trouble. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a really good time. We've got some surprises in store for you. Some special guests. It's going to be so fun and you just get to hang out with us and we get to hang out with you and it's going to be epic. I cannot wait. I feel like 
We are about to have the Confident Collective. This is what I love about the Confident Collective. It's not just you and I. Like, it's all of our people. You know what I mean? It's It's our whole community. We're about to have the Confident Collective take New York City by storm. And it's going to be epic. It's me so insane. I cannot wait. So as Christina said, if you haven't got your ticket yet, be sure to get it. We'll put a link in the show notes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I can't believe you didn't know what mischief night. No, I'm literally like, when you said that, I literally thought, I'm sorry. I thought you just made that up on the spot. I was like, oh. <laughs> You're like, okay, mischief night. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Christina, you also have some very exciting news to share with us. So please share. We're dying to know. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So one of my long-term goals, and this has been a goal of mine since I was a little kid, was just to be a morning talk show host. Like, I don't know why. That's just something I've always wanted to do. So anyways, yeah. I've done a lot of live shows. I've done like Access Hollywood a bunch, Lay. Anyways, make a long story short, I'm trying to manifest more TV segments. And when I go to New York next week, I will be taping for the Drew Barrymore show, which I'm so excited <laughs> about. <laughs> Drew is just such an icon. I love her team so much. I love the show. It'll be so fun. And you'll be able to see. I'm not sure exactly when the episode airs, but it will be this month. And I just can't wait. And I'm so excited about it because one, I just something I've been wanting to do for a while. And two, it's just so cool when you start talking about things and I guess manifesting them and they start happening. Because I think for a while I was like embarrassed to tell people that I wanted to do more TV stuff. I don't know why. I guess I felt like people would judge me for a re- for some reason. And anyways, since I started speaking to existence more, it's been happening more and more. So I'm pumped about it. Well, we are so excited for you. Can you give us any teasers on like, is it going to be about fashion or what? Can we know anything? It's going to be about fashion and confidence. So two okay. things I talk a lot about and two things I think you'll enjoy incredible well we're so excited we can't wait to see you on the drew barrymore show i feel like her show is really blowing up and she's having some amazing guests so like the fact that you're included in that i mean it's not shocking but very exciting i know i'm pretty sure for all the future guest bookings they're going to use me as like the prime person like well christina zias has done our show so clearly you want to like, do it too clearly you need to be on this show well what you, <laughs> give me an update what else is going on with you So I have to tell you about the worst date I've ever been on. I just want you guys to know that I'm hearing this the same time as you. Yeah, I have not told you this. I've been saving it for this moment. So everyone, I have not been dating really at all because I don't have the dating apps anymore. I just have been so busy. I've just been like focusing on myself. It just didn't feel right right now. So we are in Copenhagen out in like the meatpacking district, which is such a cool part of town. It was like my favorite part. If you don't know, my sisters and I, which I'm sure you do, my sister and I just went on a trip to Sweden and Denmark. So we went to this burger place and we had dinner and we like walk out of the burger place. And as I'm walking, this guy like makes eye contact with me and he stops me and he's like, hello. And I'm like, hey. And then we walk outside and he comes after us. He's like, I'm sorry, girls. I just got to stop you. You three are absolutely gorgeous. And he's like talking to all three of us. If you know any British guys, they got the chat. Like when a guy has the chat where he's just like, oh yeah, you know, like it's like you hate it, but you kind of love it. That is this guy. Okay. It's like that's like smooth talker sort of charmer, right? such a charmer, such a smooth talker. He's super cute. He's dressed really well. He has on like a necklace, like a pearl necklace. I'm like, actually, I don't even know if it was pearl. 
Maybe I'm making it pearl in my mind. He had on some sort of necklace that I was into. Okay. So he's like, all right, girls, I just got to say, I think I need to take Ryan to lunch tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. And like smooching my sisters. Anyway, his phone is dead. So he takes my phone and follows himself on Instagram. Okay. So I'm like, okay. My sisters and I are freaking out. We're like, oh my God, like so cute, so fun, whatever. Not in front of him, obviously. We kept it cool in front of him. We go out, we have a great night, blah, blah, blah. The next day I hear from him and we start chatting on WhatsApp. And he's like, I really want to like take you out tonight, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to dinner with my sisters. Like we're on this sister trip, but why don't we meet up after? You know, I'm on vacation. I'm like, Lucy, go see. He's like, okay, great. My friend is having this event. Let me see if you can come. And I was like, event? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I was like, what am I getting into? LOL. He's like, I don't really know. Like, I'm, I don't really know either, but I'll just give you more details later. I'm like, okay, I'll let you know when we're done with dinner. So we finished dinner. I messaged him. I'm like, hey, we're done with dinner. Like, let me know where I should meet you. He sends me the address to this place and I look it up and it looks like sketchy as hell. I'm mm-hmm. like, it was called like the Chateau Motel or something. I'm like, sounds sketch. Weird. Sounds sketch, but it's a literally a three minute walk from my Airbnb. So I'm like, okay. I'm going to go. It's fine. I get to the place and I'm like, Hey, I'm here. And there's a huge line outside. It's like, looks like a club. I'm like, what is going on? There's a huge line. And he's like, okay, come inside. And I'm like, LOL, what you want me to wait in this line? And he's like, yeah, just come in. I'm like, Hey, listen, I'm not going to wait in this long ass line. Maybe our paths will cross again. Like have a good night. He's like, oh, like, I'll come out. Like, I really want to see you. I'm like, okay. So I'm already starting to like the red flags are like popping up because in my head, he should have been like, okay, great. I'll be right out to get you. If this is like an event his friend is putting on, like, why would I wait in line? Do you know what I mean? Of course. So he comes out and he's like, oh, sorry. Like, I'm like, hey, like, I don't know if this is like my scene. Like, is this a club? Like, what is this? And he's like, no, it's actually a sex party. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hold on a second. You are going to invite me to a sex party and not even tell me what I'm getting into. And he's like, well, it's like, you know, my friend is launching this, like this line of like, like intimate products, whatever. So I'm like, okay, so wait, it's not a sex party. Right. It's a I'm party like, for a sex toy I'm line. Like, yeah. I'm like, so this guy's trying to make himself sound cooler. I'm like, so are people in there having sex with each other? He's like, well, no. I'm like, okay, so it's not a sex party. I'm like, literally the line of kids to get in. And I say kids, they literally look like they're 15 and 16. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? And it's 18 pounds, 18 euros to get in. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, okay, well, do you want to get a drink or, or something somewhere else? He's like, yeah, let's get a drink. But like, I don't really know where to go because he's visiting too. Okay. And I'm like, okay, my sister and I went to this really fun place, this karaoke bar. Let's go there. And another run flag. He automatically was like, oh, karaoke. I'm like, it's fun. Chill. So we're chatting. We're having a good time. Like he's just, I can tell like the more I'm talking to him, the more he's just like, he's like just talking about how spontaneous he is and how he has apartments like here and there he's like apartment in spain and apartment in london but how he like is kind of a nomad because he owns like three businesses and i'm just are you believing any of it i mean i'm like maybe he does but like no one goes around and is like saying like 
I shouldn't know on the first date that you own like three houses, if that's true, which right. I don't even think that is true. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. weird. Yes. So he's like, do you want to like get out of here and get like a drink at my hotel? I'm like, LOL. I was like, like at the hotel bar. And he was like, yeah, it's really cool. We're staying at this really cool hotel. I was like, okay. Because a lot of cool bars are at hotels. So I'm like, again, my red flag is going off. But I'm like, I'm on vacation. I'm already out. I'm trying to like hold on to this for it to turn into something good. Do you know what I mean? Of course. Yes. So we get to his hotel and um, the hotel bar is closed. And I'm like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I really didn't know. I didn't know. I'm like, okay. He's like, why don't we go up to the room? Like I have, I have wine and like drinks up there. I'm like, okay, I'll come up. But like, there's no funny business. And we get up to his room. Granted, this guy has just told me that he, you know, owns three apartments, three businesses, all this shit. (laughs) I kid you not. Wait, is his room like a hoarder's nightmare? Like just messiest room ever? There must have been five guys staying in this one room. What? Because there was, okay, so there was a double bed, a normal double bed in like a European hotel room and then a pull out like trundle bed. So between that, this, these three beds took up the entire floor. There was nowhere you could move. Like you had to step on the trundle bed to get to like the other, like the little bit of floor. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, it felt like a college dorm. Like, yeah, I was just like, what is going on? So I'm like sitting on the windowsill because I refuse to like get on the bed and I have opened this bottle of wine. All the other alcohols, friends have drank. We're like chatting, having this bottle of wine. And he tells me to put on some music that I like because I was telling him how one of my most annoying qualities is like, I don't know cool music. I literally listen to like today's top hits. So he hands me his phone and he's like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Like you turn on something. While I'm on his phone, all these messages from like girls are coming in <laughs> oh, no! like that. He's clearly just like given his number to or whatever. Like, hey, where are you? Baba? And then like, I'm like savage. I like open. You know, you can like slide up on Apple and go over to the messages without actually clicking in it. He had messaged his friends that were obviously at the event. He was like, dude, I don't know. She made me go to this like weird bar. Like, I don't know how to get out of this. I'm like, ew. Like he's making it sound Wait, like how I old made is him this guy? 25, I think. Okay, yeah. Like he was making it sound like I made him leave that thing. I was like, if you want to stay, go ahead. Like I'm like, I don't want to go in there. So I'm like, oh my God. Okay. That's savage. He comes out of the bathroom without a shirt on. <laughs> I go, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I, I splashed water on my shirt. I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, and I, I thought you want to see the goods, see what I'm working with. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This has been really fun, but I don't realize how late it was. Like, I got to go. He's like, what? His temperament switched immediately. He was like, wait, you're leaving? And I was like, yeah, like, I didn't realize how late it was. Like, we're going, we're leaving tomorrow. Like, I'm going to Munich tomorrow. And he's like, just dumbfounded call opens his phone calls his friend while i'm still sitting there yo mate are you still out all right yeah yeah i'm coming back to the club yeah i'm still standing there and i'm like okay i was like can you have the front desk call me a cab and he's like yeah i'm coming with you because like i'll have him drop me off at the club i'm like oh my gosh this guy is so obnoxious (laughs) i'm like okay so he calls the cab in the cab he's like i can't he's like 
why like I can't read you like American girls just like move different I was like why because I want to have sex with you he's like yeah why would you come back to my hotel if you weren't gonna have sex with me and I'm like because you said we're gonna have a drink what like what is going on we get to the club and I said yeah just drop me here I'll walk to my Airbnb from here because I just wanted to be away from him at this point yeah he's like okay cool he's on the phone to his friend like blah 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 and the cab driver is like, oh, it's going to be this much. And he looks at me and I'm like, I'm like, are you out of your mind? He's like, oh, I guess I'm getting this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you are. And then he like has the audacity, gives me a hug goodbye. And I see his ass get in the fucking line to get back into that club. I'm like, you are a liar. You're you are not like I was just like, oh, my God, what a waste of a night. I was like, this guy is disgusting immediately deleted all of his messages and unfollowed him on Instagram. I was like, that was made me feel so icky. Oh, so icky. Can you share his profile with me later though? I want to see it. Honestly, I don't even, I don't even know it. That is so unfortunate and so obnoxious. And he sounds like, honestly, he might've been lying about being 25 also. I mean, he seemed... 20 i mean he's same young 25 to me is fucking young 25 like a, is 25 young. would your old would act like that oh that is embarrassing for him it was so when he came out without the shirt on i was like no it's the trundle bed for me dude ew it was just everything about it made me feel sick i felt sick that i had let myself get into that situation <laughs> i was like ew you're like I'm how are we out. here how i was like was i should have known yeah he was hot yeah. I should have known. It was the pearl necklace. The accent. I can't say no. I literally the, can't say no. The allure of a spontaneous European romance. Yes, you can't and fault like, yourself. There's all these things that seemed that you just, you want it to make it work because it sounds like it'd be it's so exciting. Right. And like he, the way he approached me and just like, I was just like holding on to it. Like I was literally fighting for this to work because I was like, I want this to work so bad. No, absolutely not. Were it your, was not meant to be. Were your sisters dumbfounded when you came home or were they like, oh, could no, have told you that like, would happen? They were like, what the fuck? He seemed so cool. And I was like, ladies, we had the, what is it saying? Wool pulled over our eyes on that one. No, <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. So anyway, yeah, that's my worst date story. I would say that's the worst date I've ever been on, which I'm thankful that's the worst I've had to deal with. But yeah, not fun. Not fun at all. I'm protecting the peace. I'm in my protect the peace phase at the moment. Does that make you want to go on more dates or does that make you want to shut her away from dating for a little bit longer? I mean, I think I've been in this like space for a little bit. If I, if someone I meet out like that situation, they like talk to me or I see someone and strike up a conversation and something comes of it. Amazing. But right now I just don't feel like <clears throat> right now I just don't feel like pursuing things. Like, I don't want to download a dating app right now. It's not in that, not in that space. I've got too much stuff going on anyway. I'm just like, that's the least of my priorities at the moment. I think that makes sense. So yeah, with that, Christina, what are you obsessing over this week? Okay, well, this is really random, but there's a big no mascara trend going on right now. What? I have not seen that. Oh my gosh, really? Are you not on like no mascara TikTok? No, I am on a side... I'm on a different side of TikTok at the moment, which we'll discuss later. Okay. Well, this no mascara thing is just bigger than a TikTok trend though, too. And I find it really interesting because, well, I guess the reason I'm obsessed with it is because mascara is the last 
part of my makeup routine that I do. And it's the, my least favorite part of my makeup routine and always is the reason why I don't want to take off my makeup at the end of the day. And so for me, I've just been loving this because for, it's just like how I would prefer to wear my makeup anyways. And I think for so long, women have been told they have to wear mascara. They have to wear (laughs) mascara. And I'm like, fuck that. For so long, we've been told you must wear mascara. I think literally since makeup came around, I feel like that was like one of the first makeup you like trends, utensils, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Utensils. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I consider a makeup, a mascara, Wanda utensil <laughs> for your face. So anyways, uh, I've been loving the no mascara beauty trend. I think everyone should hop on board. I feel like also for the fall, sometimes all you need is like a little lipstick, maybe a little blush and that's it. Like I feel like fall makeup is just more minimal in general. See, oh, I always feel like I need to wear more makeup in fall than in summer. Really? I always wear more minimal in summer, but you know, I don't really know much about makeup, so don't take my word for it. Well, anyways, that's what I'm obsessed with, mostly because it benefits me directly as someone who's <laughs> lazy and doesn't want to wear mascara. Amazing. Well, I support that for you. What are you obsessed with? I have been on the hunt, people, for a new furnished New York sublease apartment. Okay. This has been taking up a lot of my time recently. I'm really on the hunt to try and find an apartment for a couple months in New York. I'm testing the waters before fully committing to moving there. And yeah, it's just, I like posted my, there's like this group of like, I think actually two bloggers started it or something. One of you guys told me about it and I posted my apartment in there and I'm like getting so many messages and I'm like, I'm so excited. Everyone's like, Oh, where's your bed frame from? Where's your desk from? Where's your couch from? I'm like, Everyone, if you are not responding to what this post is about, please do not message me. I'm like getting so excited thinking every time someone messages me, they have like an apartment swap they want to do or a sublease, whatever. No, these girls just want to know where my stuff is from, which is very nice and flattering. But I am in crunch time. I need to be in New York City by mid-October and we are coming in close. But at the same time, I do have this weird piece about it. I don't know why. I just feel like it's going to work out. And I'm not really stressed about it. Like people keep asking me and I'm like, yeah, I haven't really figured it out. But like, I just feel like it'll work out. I don't know why. I'm going to have a sick ass place that looks cool and it's just going to work out. I think it'll work out too. But you know, that was really funny. I saw that you posted a video on TikTok and I saw one of the comments was like, mid-October through mid-December? Hell no, that's the best time to be in New York City. <laughs> How about like January to March? And it was like, just, no. No, I was like, wow, that's pretty accurate but, because that is like the best time to be in New York City. So as someone who's a New Yorker who mm-hmm. wants to leave, not ideal timing. But you never know. So many people want to be in LA for, maybe they have to be in LA for work. You never know why someone might need to like, I think you'll be able to find someone. Be in LA. I think so. You know what I feel like you need to do? I feel like you need to find. I feel like you need to find a gay guy to swap with. I feel like you. I think you might be looking in the wrong places. You need to get. I. We need to ask our friend Joey if he knows anyone. Who's our friend Joey? (laughs) Joey Zazik. My friend. Oh my God, Joey. Oh my God. Okay. I feel like you might know someone. I feel like that's where you should. Oh yes. Okay. I might send him a little cheeky dm because they might like yeah send him a cheeky dm also you should can you ask your friend jason if he knows anyone or if he wants to swap with you if he knows anyone they don't live in the city anymore yeah 
anyway, off topic guys, but that's what I've been really obsessing over this week. So it's just been taking up a lot of the brain power. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. But with that, another thing that takes up a lot of brain power is <laughs> I love talking about don't we all love to sit around and like talk about that like the things that annoy us right yes like it doesn't do it doesn't change anything but I think it like gives you like a release of just like stress to get it out there right oh my goodness so we are going to talk about our greatest pet peeves why they annoy us and then share some of yours and you're absolutely right it does give people a tremendous release because we did a questionnaire, a poll questionnaire on Instagram and people were sharing their pet peeves. And I was like, wow, this is personal for a lot of people. And I can feel <laughs> it when people just wrote it out. They just, they needed to get it off their chest. Like they were just waiting for the opportunity to get it out. I thank God. I thought no one would ever ask. <laughs> oh my God. So with that, we're going to get into our biggest pet peeves. Christina, why don't you kick us off with one of yours? Okay. One of my biggest pet peeves, and actually this happened this morning again too, so it was perfect timing and just reminded me, <laughs> was this is specific to having a partner, I guess, but when you tell your partner, oh, I'm so tired, and they're like, I'm so tired too, or when you're like, I don't feel well, and they're like, I don't feel well too, and it's like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> and stop trying to one up my sickness or stop trying to one up me and like the not feeling well or being tired department. And Steven, I, I literally yelled at him about it this morning. I was like, I just want you to know that this morning I wasn't feeling well. And I woke up and I said, you said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm not feeling well. And you said, I know I'm not feeling well either. And Wait, pretty, what did you want him to say? Can I get you anything? <laughs> I mean, isn't that the only appropriate response? You're not right. I don't even know why too. I asked. Not me too. And anyways, there was just a string of events. And I just feel like this always happens. It always happens. And it's just the most annoying thing. And honestly, it's not that, not to invalidate his feelings. Because maybe he isn't feeling well. Maybe he is tired. But I said it first. <laughs> and I just need you give me, I just need a moment for you to be there for me and sympathize for what I'm going through for a second before you complain about the exact same yeah. thing. Do you know what I mean? I feel that. I feel that. It's a huge okay. happy of mine. And I feel like any woman in a relationship with a man probably has to deal with this exact same thing. Oh, I'm sure. Well, one of my biggest pet peeves is something that happens to me. It feels like every other day, but I really think it's only once a week. I'll be sitting in my kitchen, working away, maybe sipping on some coffee. I've got my Sonos on. Like I've got my coffee house playlist on. It is peaceful. It is nice. And then I hear the of a leaf blower. And when I tell you, I don't know this sound. Like I, there was a point where I went outside and I looked around. I was like, there can't be that many goddamn leaves on the ground. And I know I have to remind myself this man is just doing his job to keep our apartment looking beautiful, but that sound, and I don't know what it is, but it is, it makes me angry. I feel anger. It's not just annoyance. Like I feel angry. And I don't know if it's like, I wonder if there's scientifics behind like the frequency of the sound or something, especially when he gets close to my window. Ooh, 
my blood starts to boil. I cannot stand the sound of a leaf blower. It's infuriating. Like, like I can hear it now. Like I can hear it in my head, but I want to try and recreate it on here, but I know I can't like, and then when it stops and you think it's over and then it starts back up. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Well that the false hope that it's over, that's, yeah, that can drive you crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Something that drives me absolutely insane is overall inefficiency at airport security lines. Oh, yeah. I think this is for a lot more people, too. I'm just like, it's not that freaking hard. You take out your laptop, you take off your shoes, you make sure you have no liquids in there, nothing in your pockets. As simple as that. As simple and it's as the that. same every time. Like, it's it this, doesn't change. It does not change. It does not change. So as someone who's also traveled with a, an infant by themselves, as someone who also has a pacemaker who has to be like more annoying because I just can't go through like the metal detector. I have to make things more complicated. I'm like, how is it so much faster for me to get through airport security than you, you solo traveler with a backpack? <laughs> okay, I just don't get it. So that is one thing that pisses me off. But what pisses me off even more than the inefficiency, I'm saying pisses me off, but I guess it's really my pet peeve, right? That's what this is about. Not like yeah, we, just a we've taken our pet peeves to a new level. We've shared two and we're already at anger. <laughs> but my biggest pet peeve is because if you're inefficient, fine. Like that's a you problem. Get it together. But when people are waiting for their bins and they're collecting their items and they just, they take their items and they just leave their bin there. They leave their bin there so it all just piles up. So then everyone else's baggage is getting stuck and someone else has to clean up after them. For me, I'm just like, that is just a simple common courtesy to just pick up after yourself. Like, who do you expect to do it? Who do you expect to do it? So I just find it so incredibly rude that it is such a giant pet peeve of mine that I sometimes catch myself saying things underneath my breath (laughs) and picking up other people's bins for them. I'm like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Ooh, I definitely have said that before. She came to fight today. I did, I did, I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pet peeve of mine because it's so rude in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I think we could get into a whole travel thing, like people's pet peeves of people at airports, but that will save that for another day. I completely agree with that one. Another one of mine is when you have, I love wearing white t-shirts. Like I have a collection of white t-shirts and sometimes you spend a good, good little amount of money on them. And sometimes it's hard to find ones. You have ones that like really fit well. Like you really search for this tee. You put it on, you look, oh, I look so cute. And then you see it, the yellow armpit stains. And I swear to God, I don't know. Maybe your mom has a hack for this or something. I bleach it. I do anything. I cannot get these armpits, yellow armpit stains. They ruin my perfectly beautiful white t-shirts. And then they, like the t-shirt hasn't lived its full life. But now I like literally, if I wear a t-shirt and I know the yellow stains are there, it drives me insane. And I don't think there's anything you can do to get those out because I have some shirts that I've bleached too with those. You can't. No, I don't know what it is. That's annoying. It is a pet peeve of mine. Another pet peeve of mine. I guess this is like, I guess I I have an issue with common courtesy in my opinion. But when people don't hold doors open for you or at the same time when you hold a door open for someone else and they don't say thank you. I think this is so infuriating for me because 
I'm like, do you not see that I exist? Like there is a human here. And I think that we're all so caught up with our devices mostly or in our own heads, or maybe just are a little socially awkward and like don't know how to make eye contact with someone. Yeah. But I think it's like the simplest form of common courtesy to just acknowledge the person in front of you and do little things like holding a door open for them. If they're fine, like if they're like 20 feet, like 30 feet, they, you don't have to like wait for them to run after you. That's a, that's frustrating for them too. Cause then they feel uncomfortable having to run to the door. But I just think it's someone acknowledging your presence. There is, yeah. I go to the gym and there's this guy who literally lets the door slam in my face pretty much every single time. And I just don't, honestly, I think he has no idea. I think he has no idea because he's like talking to someone else. He always has his AirPods in. It'll be like 7 a.m. And he has like an energy drink. And I think he's like just so fired up in his own world. And also the door kind of just slams on its own. It's like. Okay, so partly it's the door. Partly it's the door. But it's also, if he just took a second to be aware of his surroundings, he would know. Yeah. So this is directed to him. This is directed to the man at the gym. The man at the gym. Get your shit together. Get your shit together, dude. Damn. All right. Another one for me is when you're talking to a guy. And things are going well, but like you don't know each other that well. It's when a guy you're talking to starts calling you babe early. Oh my God. It drives me insane. I'm like, dude, I'm pretty sure you don't even know how to spell my first name. You should not be calling me babe. I'm like, it just makes me cringe and it creates like a false sense of closeness. I'm like, ugh, ugh, I hate it. I just hate it when guys use that too early on. Yeah. I do think that can be a little cringeworthy as well. It is a pet peeve. Do you think babe is as bad as some other words? Like, like what if they said hun? Is it any term of endearment kind of? Well, I feel like, well, hun, I feel like a lot of like, it depends if you're English. I think that's just like a word British guys use like hun, but like babe, I feel like I've had, doesn't matter if you're whatever, like where you're from. They, I just think you can't use it too soon. Like pet names too soon. It's just like, ew, gross. I don't like it. I really don't. I'm like, dude, no. Keep them to yourself, buddy. Yes. I think something else for me is that is a pet peeve. I think for our society in general is when people try to cancel someone. And granted, some people do things that they need to be held accountable for. But I think it's like there is an alarming amount of people who get a thrill out of seeing someone canceled. It's actually fucked up. It's really messed up. And it's a giant pet peeve of mine, especially when it comes from like influencers trying to cancel other influencers, or I guess just people in general. But I especially hate when it's people who are almost like at the same level of career or tier or whatever it is you want to say, because it's like, why do you get so much joy in bringing someone down? Yeah, I don't know. If it's over something like, yes, like you said, there are some things that people need to be held accountable for. And like, if you don't agree with something or whatever, like to just to try and cancel and ruin someone's life, it, honestly, it's more, I'm just, I just don't get it. I'm like, I don't get why people want to spend their time doing that. And people will turn on you so fucking quick. So quickly. It is insane. And I do think a lot of this, I think cancel culture stuff comes from like envy sometimes. Definitely. And yeah, I just think it's really important to remember to lead with kindness. But yeah, I agree with you on that one. For sure. And I think that it just bothers me so much because it's not even like, 
it, I, I think it, it comes to a point where it's not even about holding someone accountable. It's like literally the thrill of seeing someone fall. Yeah, there's a difference between holding someone accountable and bullying someone. Yes, definitely. So yeah. giant pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Okay. This is like, I think maybe a very specific pet peeve, but like when I go to a restaurant and I could be with a group of people, could be with, you know, it's usually just one person. And when I'm like, Hey, why don't we get a couple of things? And like, I'll have half one, you have half the other. And when they don't want to do that, I'm actually like, wait, what, what do you mean? You don't want to split seeds like that is a very big pet peeve of mine because like, why wouldn't you want to try as many things as possible at the restaurant that you could possibly try. Like, I don't get when people are like, no, this is like, I ordered this, this is mine. I'm like, but if we each order something and then share, you're getting the same amount of food. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I I absolutely know what you mean because that drives me crazy as well. But my sister is the worst person to eat with for that specific reason. She doesn't like to split? She hates it. She won't even share with her husband. I think that she's just picky with what she likes to eat and she's content with just ordering her meal and that's it. Like she, she's also not someone who would like order her meal and then be like, Oh, can I try a bite of yours? You know what I mean? Like she doesn't care. She doesn't want your meal. She doesn't want to share at all. That is crazy to me. I can't even wrap my brain around that. I know. And whenever (laughs) we travel together, I'm like, well, can we order something to share? Like, (laughs) And she's like, fine. Like, she'll be like, fine, let's get fries. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like not even pancakes for the table. Maybe she'd do a pancakes for the table. I don't know. But she definitely would not want to go to a restaurant and be like, let's order like four different things. And we'll each have a little bit of of each dish. She would not want to do that ever. Giant pet peeve. That's crazy to have my pet peeve of how she is her pet peeve of how I am. Oh, yes, exactly. Yes. She would not want to eat with you either. (laughs) She'd be like, you're so annoying. Like, order your own meal and leave me alone to order mine. Like, what am I? I'm not doing anything to harm you. Like, I'm you can order whatever you want. I'm happy for you. Order three (laughs) things if you want. But I don't want them. I know, but I don't want all three things for myself. Trust me, I know. I'm the same as you. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Well, now let's get into the ones that everyone submitted to us. Which also these Um, are a lot of hours as well. Yeah. We have flakiness. Completely agree. Definitely. Agreed. For sure. Running late. Yeah. Running late. That one really is like, ah, that really, that one really makes me just feel like you don't give a shit about my time, but there are exceptions. Sometimes I'm chill about it. I think it depends on the situation, but I agree. It could be really annoying, especially if someone is persistently late and it's for something that like, I have a friend who always complains about their friend who's like 45 to an hour like plus late like a dinner reservation stuff like oh that. no that's not cool i'm like if it's over like 10 minutes like what is happening yeah you know what i mean i think this is the one that was submitted the most was loud eaters this might be one of my biggest pet peeves of all i cannot handle someone who chews with their mouth open it is bad i'm like <laughs> no i'm like because i don't notice that i'm I mean, it is like, I think if someone was like, like actually when we were on our trip, my sister and I, we were so exhausted one day. We, after Oktoberfest, we ordered room service. We couldn't figure out how to work the TV and we were just sitting there and I could hear her chewing. That's what I'm saying. And it was like, but it was because we were in silence, like in a hotel room in silence. I had to turn on my music on my phone because I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to kill her. But like I, at a restaurant, I wouldn't notice I guess. I think there's a difference though between someone who is chewing loudly or you could hear them chew versus someone who's chewing with their mouth open. 
Oh, okay. Also, something else in that realm is just people who chew gum in general. Ooh, I like to chew gum sometimes. Oh, but you probably chew it where you can't hear it. There's people who chew gum with their mouth open, and I think it's so rude. No, actually, one time I posted a story, actually not, like probably a month ago, and I had chewed gum, and someone messaged me was like, I cannot with the gum chewing. And I was like, oh, sorry. (laughs) Wait, that's So I actually, I chew gum loud. Okay, well, don't do it in front of me, please. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, this one is also a pet peeve of mine. Slow cars in the fast lane. What are you doing over there? Why? What are you doing? The Get worst. the hell over. Drives I, me insane. I actually think that is a safety hazard. And it's it is. not, it's beyond a pet peeve. It is, especially in California. What about people who go on their phone during dinner? I think that like, if you're with someone who you don't see very often, I think that's really rude. And that definitely is a pet peeve. But like, if I'm with someone like I'm with all the time, of course, I don't want to be rude. But like, if I see this person like every other day, I don't know, but I'll be on my phone sometimes. But no, if you're with someone who it's like, oh, we don't see him very often or you're on a date or something. No, absolutely not. I think it's rude. Also, uh, this is like kind of mean to say as a mom too, because I know like everyone handles their situation differently. But a pet peeve of mine is when people automatically give their child like a phone to quiet them down before their child is doing anything that needs quieting down. Do you know what I mean? Because like, Oh, yeah. And I think that goes for adults too. It's like, here, just like distract yourself before anything happens. Yeah. Because I'm fine. Like if Nicholas is acting up at dinner, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is causing a scene. Like I will do whatever I can to get him to be quiet. Do you know what I mean? Right. But I will like try to avoid that situation if I can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of someone said, and this one I took personally, when people call their pets, their kids. I feel like this person has never had pets. She, I think she's a mom of human kids. Mm. She said, as a mom, when people call their pets, their kids. But I actually saw on TikTok. So again, with the fact checking, I don't take my word for it. In our brains, like the love we feel for animals is like the same that we feel for our kids when you have a pet. So I think if you don't have kids, I think I'm fine with that one. But we can all agree to disagree, people. I still consider do a child and I have a kid too. Okay. There we go. Rude to service workers. Giant. Oh, yeah. That's just across the board. If someone is rude to a waiter, goodbye. Absolutely. I think it's so telling. (laughs) Yes. Oh, this one really grinds my gears. Slow walkers. I feel like whoever says this, like, definitely has to live in a city, maybe, because there's nothing more infuriating than trying to get to where you're going and someone walking slow as hell in front of you. Yeah, I actually was this person the other day. I was walking really slow through the airport because this was when I started to feel sick. I had just gotten was getting back to L.A. and I was walking so slow because I was like, whoa, and I felt this guy behind me. He was itching to get mm-hmm. past me i knew i was pissing him off so i pulled over and let him speed on by me but guess what i saw my baggage claim whatever whatever dude but i got you it. got there at the same time no i got there after him but the bags weren't out yet okay so. it's so, so funny because i'm always like 10 steps ahead of steve and i always have to like yell at him to catch up because i'm like why am i slowing down for you like can you walk faster like you have long legs i don't understand what the <laughs> issue is but then when I'm with my mom, I'm always like, mom, I'm like, what time's your appointment? And she's like, what appointment? I'm like, where are you racing to? Like, what are you running late for? <laughs> so there's definitely a, a caliber of how fast people walk. Yeah. To yeah. Steve, I'm a fast walker. To, to my mom, I'm a slow walker. Yeah. All right. 
My husband's inability to close a drawer or cubbies. Giant pet peeve. Yeah, that would drive me nuts. Except I think sometimes I do this. I could kind of see you doing that. And I blame Steve for it a lot, but I think I actually do it more, to be honest with you. I would love to hear an episode on Steve's pet peeves about you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I would not want to hear that. No. The list would be long. The list would be long. Okay. We don't want to end any marriages here. Um, I guarantee you the first one would be like showing up to events before (laughs) on the wrong day. Yeah. Christina's not late. She's a week early. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Girls Um, who remind people how small and petite they are. That one, I think someone was waiting to get off their chest. (laughs) That one felt to me like they were like, oh, I can't wait to get this on my chest. Like, I've never experienced that. I don't think I have either. Actually, okay. I have had people be like, oh, none of my clothes fit me anymore. Everything's so big. Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. You've yeah. heard that before. I've heard that. When influencers say, I love you guys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that one kind of... I don't know. I don't think I say that very often, but maybe, I'm sure I have at some point because I mean, it is like... That one, I don't know. It is. You don't, you truly know. You only really love people that you actually know. Yeah, but you could have love for people. Maybe you're not like in love or like, it's not like you like stand in front of like a train for them. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it's not like I am in, I love you. I don't know. I'm surprised it wasn't when influencers say, hey guys. Yeah. That one I'm 100% true. guilty of, but it's probably a pet peeve for me too. This one made me laugh because I do this. People who make the big hi-yah noise every time they yawn. Every time. I'm going to yawn now. It's crazy how contagious they are. (laughs) Yeah. Every time I read that line too, I yawn. Yeah, that doesn't really bother me as much, but I guess I'm just not enough around people who are doing that. Yeah. What about men spitting in public? Absolutely fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's so rude. When they hack a big loogie, you're just like, Ew, like there's people around you, wild animal. I know. Sick. Okay, what about this um, one? People who wait in line to board the plane. Okay, see, this one used to be one for me, but now you better believe I'm waiting because I am, if I'm bringing carry on, I am not gate checking that bag. Last time I was flying domestically, I was like, oh yeah, I'm chilling. Like I'll get on when I get on. Because randomly, I went through this weird phase where I kept almost missing my flight, but I would be sitting at the gate because I was doing something. Anyway, mm-hmm. tangent. I get up there and I'm like one of the last people to get on. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. All the overhead bin spaces. Oh, you have to check your bag. No, think again. And she made me check my bag. So I am one of those people that wait in line now. I go back and forth on this because sometimes I'm like, you people are all idiots. Like we're going to the same place. Why are we waiting? But I do get the baggage check thing. And also now I feel like I always used to want to be the last person to board the plane. But now since most of my flights have been with a child, yeah, I take full advantage. I'm like, family's bored first. Move over, bitches. You're like, excuse me, pardon me. Come <laughs> through. I'm like, I won't even get online, okay? Because I know I'm going first, okay? <laughs> because, and trust me, you want us to go first. You want people with kids to go first. You want yeah, them as you should. with their headaches and all of their stuff to be taken away so they don't take time away from you boarding efficiently. So now I kind of get, I get the other side of it. Yeah. Okay. So this is similar, but yet different. When the plane. (laughs) No, it's when the lane is ending, when you're driving a car. (laughs) I can't read. 
Dude, I can't believe you never heard of mischief night. No, I thought this was saying when the plane is landing and someone zooms past the line. Do you know what I'm, you know? I know what you're trying to say, but first of all, how can you zoom past? Because people are <laughs> the second the plane lands, no. stand up right away. It's hard to zoom past. Anyone. No, I will tell you when I just got back from my trip, the guy in the row behind me had the audacity to because he stood up right away. I, I saw him. I knew he was going to try it and he was ready to go. But like, even if I'm ready to go and if I'm in the aisle, I always let to make sure everyone in the row before me is out before I walk past. He just zooms his ass right ahead of me. And I was like giving him the dirtiest look. So that's anyway what I thought this thing was saying, but it's not. I but that's another one. That's a pet peeve as, of mine as well, too. Unless for some reason you're about to miss your connecting flight. And at that point, I'd be like, hey, I'm so sorry. I have a connecting flight. Do you mind if I just try and get in front of you? I yeah. would like say that to every single person and apologize as I'm saying it. Otherwise, for you to like try and have the audacity to go get off the plane in front of the row in front of you while people are trying to get off is so rude. And it's happened almost every single time I've been traveling recently. It's That's insane. Okay, well, what this person was referring to was when you're driving and the lane is ending and someone zooms past the line to cut in at the last second. This actually isn't a pet peeve of mine because there was a scientific study done. That is actually the way that is the most efficient to merge. You you shouldn't merge too early because then it causes more traffic. So that those people who are doing that are actually doing it the correct way. I'm so happy you said that because I'm an asshole and I for sure do this. <laughs> and for me, sometimes I, even with Steve, because he's definitely a more cautious and driver than I am. Yeah. I'm just like, why are you getting in this lane so soon? Drive, fo- like drive, like you'll be okay. And I guess it could be rude to cut in sometimes, but for me, I'm like about efficiency when it comes to driving and I can't help it. Yeah. Well, I feel you. This one says someone taking forever to know what they want to order at a restaurant. You know, what's funny. I don't think I do this, but I do something that I think drives probably people crazy and is a pet peeve for other people is I always ask the waiter their opinion. I'm like, what do you yeah, that doesn't drive. Yeah, that doesn't drive me crazy. I think it drives my family crazy. I think they're like, why do you mm. care what they recommend? Like, get whatever you want. And I'm like, well, I'd like to hear their opinion. Yeah. And also no, sometimes I-, I want my opinion validated if I'm thinking about a couple things and they say, oh, this one choice that you were thinking about is like the top choice, like the best thing here, then I'm going to go with that. Exactly. I agree with you on that one. People who leave trash in your car. Yeah, that's annoying. I think it's so annoying. But I probably have done that. So I'm sorry. Same, probably. What about repeating myself to my partner. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably a big one. I can't relate at this moment. Steve calls me out on this a lot. He repeats things to you? Yeah. Or he says, like, (laughs) you're not really listening to me. And I'm like, no, I am. He's like, what I just say. And it's like, I can repeat like a couple words, but like, it's definitely that would be on the list of pet peeves for him as well. Men who don't take a hint after you reject them and keep pushing. I think that's never happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a giant pet peeve if you're really not interested in someone and they skeeve you out. But granted, if it was like someone super good looking who you found really charming and they were like a little bit persistent, you would find it. It's not creepy if you're cute. It's not creepy if you're cute. Exactly. And I know that's a really toxic thing to say, but it's true. It's messed up. And if you disagree, I think you're lying. (laughs) What about bad tippers? Yeah, that's pretty. That's a turn off. Or pet peeve. Gosh, I'm forgetting what we're talking. The pet pet peeves. peeves. Loud breathers. That's me right now. So I'm really sorry. Same, probably actually. We're like. 
Okay, what about this? When people tell you long stories about the dreams they had. This one is because it's like, I don't give a fuck. Don't care. Like, like when someone's like, oh my God, I had the craziest dream last night. It's like, okay. Like it like literally has zero impact on either of us. 100%. I think if it's like a quick story, fine. But when people go into every single detail about their dream. It's, no one cares. I'm like, I stopped listening the second you said, oh my gosh, listen to my dream last night. Like, let's move on. Yeah, I completely agree. Okay, people who watch videos without headphones in public. Absolutely. So like, rude. Like, this this is 2022. You've got to have some he- headphones on you somewhere, okay? Agreed. Agreed. Or just don't watch something with the sound on. Yeah. Wait, I think this, was this next one? Did someone write this about you? I think they might have it, honestly. <laughs> Because like this is a pet peeve of them. Every time they watch your stories, they've got to be annoyed. I don't have some stains on my clothes. The pet peeve was stains on clothing. I don't have stains on my clothing every single time I watch. I no. talk or every single day. Okay. No. Not every time. But when you do, you always call it out. Yes, I call it out. Also, the other day I did have a, I was like doing a, an outfit video. And I guess I was changing and I got makeup on this top. Steve was like, you have makeup on your top. And I was like, I know. I was like, I don't think we'll be able to see it in the video. And it was driving him crazy. He's like, don't you think you should take it off and try washing it first? I was like, I don't think anyone's going to see it. Like, this is like a two second clip. You know what I mean? But oh my God. anyway, so I, and then Maybe after Steve submitted this one, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. And then after that, I was reading this and I was like, wow, if someone notices that they, it's going to piss them off. Okay. This one movie slash TV talkers. Now my mind goes to someone who is quoting the movie which really pisses me off. Like, I don't want to hear you say the line. I want to hear the person say the line in the movie. But I think they're just talking about people talking during the movie. Maybe both. Steve will do this thing that's a little bit of a pet peeve of mine where he'll tell me about a movie or a TV show and then we'll start watching it. And as we're watching, like something he's already seen and then he's telling me what's happening. I'm like, let me just watch it. Let me just watch it. Right. But I do ask a lot of questions sometimes too. So, so you are a TV talker. It depends. Sometimes, I mean, I actually don't think I am because honestly, it's so bad. But half the time I'm watching TV or movie, I'm also on my phone. So I'm only half paying attention. So I don't think I would qualify as a TV talker or movie talker. I think Steve would though. Yeah. What about this? When people have dirty, oily hair, like do something about it. At least use dry shampoo. I will say, unless your hair is like sleeked back in a bun where it's like, okay, it's like clearly sleeked. And this is coming from me who I have, my hair gets pretty greasy. It is distracting. Like when someone has greasy hair and you can see it, it's pretty distracting. Yes, it is. And I thought, I did not think you were going to go there with this because I said, oh, I like your side part today. And you're like, my hair is so greasy. It's that you're going to be like, this is me all the time. Like, well, my hair really is great, but I tried to slick it back. And also I'm not, I haven't left my house for like three days. So I have an excuse, Like, I, but when, it, yeah. when hair is really dirty and greasy, yes, it is distracting. I think it's more when it's like down. Yes, because if it's dirty and greasy, but you're slicking it back and trying to camouflage it into a slicked up bun or a ponytail or something. Like gel, like there's gel in there. Yeah. But yeah, when it's down and it's all greasy, that's kind of bad. This last one is very interesting to me. Untied shoelaces. I'm starting to think Steve actually did submit a bunch of these. Do you walk around with your shoes untied? Wait, have I never told you this story? No. Okay. I- okay, this is so crazy. I thought this one was so random. And the fact that you have a story about it. Okay, lay it on us. Okay, so I have two nieces. 
And I didn't remember this, but I guess a couple years ago, we had them over for a sleepover. And apparently I taught the older one how to tie her shoes. And they were over and the younger one or her parents were like, can you help Vera, my younger niece, learn how to tie her shoes? And I was like, sure, I can try and teach her. And they're like, yeah, because you taught Eva. And I was like, I did? And then her mom was like, yeah, she never lets us forget it. Every single time she ties her shoes, she's like, Aunt Christina taught me how to tie my shoes. And I was like, wait a minute, that's the craziest thing. And Steve was like, Christina doesn't even know how to tie her shoes. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. Steve is so savage. At one point, every single time we are walking, one of my shoes is untied. One of my shoes is untied. It's the weirdest thing. And I know how to tie my shoes, people. I just, for some reason, I don't know if it's like the way I walk or the way I move my feet, they come undone. I always have an untied shoelace. I will say now that you say this, like I do picture you with your shoes untied. And I think it's so hap- it happens often that sometimes I can't be bothered with it. It's like bend down and fix it. <laughs> so yeah. And also I'm just like a weird walker. And I don't, anyways, apparently I can teach kids how to tie their shoes, but I don't know how to do it myself. (laughs) Christina doesn't even know how to tie her shoes. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't know about you, but I feel better getting all that off my chest. I do. I do as well. I do. I hope this was cathartic for a lot of you. It was a good like vent session, a fun, like hearted vent session of an episode. (laughs) It feels good. It feels good. All right, everyone, it is time for Ask Away with Ray and Kay, where we sit down with you and give you our solicited advice. Let's get into it. I feel like recently I've been in such a slump of working out. Like it's so in my mind of, yes, I want to do it. But like getting there is so like a whole nother like mental game with myself and especially it doesn't help that sometimes if I have a snack food that I eat too much of or something too sweet or whatever like almost in part with working out I almost feel guilty sometimes in eating anything but like a salad really or something that's more deemed a healthy food so finding that balance of not feeling that anxiety of going out to eat and enjoying what you want with also having that active mindset of of that. So I've been dealing with that lately. So you feel like you feel guilty going out to dinner or eating something if you're not like actively working out? Yeah, I feel like it's definitely a guilt of, well, I shouldn't eat this, but maybe it's unique to the restaurant or just that's what I want to eat. And so what? So I just have that like grappling battle with myself of what to eat and when and then I almost see food as a reward Mm -hmm. of working out so that's also a whole nother issue (laughs) but yeah no I think so many women feel the same way because it's like we have this thing of we work out in order to enjoy food or indulge it's like earn those tacos you know when you're in spin class I've had so many like instructors and stuff be like all right let's push extra hard so we can have that margarita and we're literally trained that the reason we work out is so that we can quote unquote indulge or have that margarita or taco or whatever it is when it's like I think it really is rewiring your mindset that it's about an overall lifestyle that feels good to you so working out for I could list so many reasons of why we should be working out besides so that we can eat feeling good, 
being strong, mobility, so Maybe. mental clarity, just in, yeah. it's like a form of self-care that has absolutely nothing to do with what you're going to eat later. But I think it's just so hard because that is so deeply ingrained in us from like in commercials and advertising growing up, everything. It's like we work out so we can eat. So it's common. And, and to add to that, it's we've been told that we work out to be thin. Right. Which is even worse. Yeah. I mean, we're just as bad. So I think that you need to separate the two completely, Mm -hmm. like to what Rayanne said. For me, when I look at going out to restaurants and eating, I think that when you go out to a restaurant, like that is your time to eat whatever you want, have fun, indulge. Like you can, and not even indulge, just enjoy your food. I don't know if you cook at home, but like you can make Mm -hmm. grilled chicken and a salad or whatever you want to eat at home. So I think that mm-hmm. you need to separate it. And when you go to out to a restaurant or going out to eat, you should have whatever you want to eat on the menu and never feel guilty about that. And I think that when it comes to working out, it's all about consistency and building a routine. And it's so hard to get into that, especially when you haven't been doing it. But I saw something on TikTok actually, and I was like, this is like such a good tip is like finding something that you enjoy and associate that with working out. So for instance, a television show, maybe you've been wanting to binge a new show. You find a TV show that you only watch at the gym on the treadmill, or you only watch when you're working out. And that becomes an association to working out something that you enjoy doing something that's like an escape for you. And you get to do it only at the gym. And I feel like that's like a great way to get into a routine that and finding a workout buddy for me has been super, super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, with the food thing, like obviously Christina and I aren't like registered dietitians and there's so many things that go into like the mindset of how we see food as a reward, like growing up with our conditioning, how our moms talked about food. Like I don't feel fully equipped to go into why it is that way. But I think so too, like when we oftentimes restrict and we're like, no, no, no. Then we end up going the opposite way. And if we just are like, you know, I'm at dinner or I want to have this cookie and not making it so like restricting. And then you like go all out. And yeah, just, it's just honestly reframing and rewiring things that have been drilled into our heads since we were like five years old. Totally. And I feel like we've always been told too that, oh, if you have a cheat meal, like that's what people always call it. Or if you like have that ice cream, then all of a sudden you messed up. And it's bad, like bad yeah. Maddie, like how could you do that? And then it yeah. gets you into this cycle of thinking, well, now like I messed up and I'm just going to continue doing that. Well, no, like having that ice cream wasn't a bad thing that you did. That was just a choice that you wanted to make. And that's okay too. And it doesn't mean it has to derail you or your confidence and everything else that you're doing. And I think like starting small too, if you're at a place where you're like, oh my gosh, like I haven't worked out in forever. Like, I feel like sometimes we set these goals and we're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Like just start with one thing, whether it's, okay, I want to go to two classes this week or wh- whatever your goal is, just start small. And just over time, I think my goal has always been to just have a healthy lifestyle, like no matter what working out three days a week is part of my routine. So it's not, oh, I have to work out because of this lifestyle choice. Like it just is part of your everyday lifestyle, but start small. Like you don't have to overhaul like everything and be like, okay, I'm not eating this. I'm not eating this. I'm going to the gym this many times. Just start with, even if it's, I just want to move 30 minutes. It's start small up the mountain. Absolutely. Yeah. 
the hot girl walks are definitely a good <laughs> start that I've been doing too is doing walks. And then, yeah, I feel like just something attainable goals. I feel yeah. like I've always struggled with because I feel like if I do have the right mindset, I can do anything, but then it's like sometimes that anything could be to not attainable at the time. It's very incremental in which like, I believe that we should do that. Totally. And I think that you have to just set yourself up for success, right? Because if you're saying like, I want to go work out twice a week and then all of a sudden it's Tuesday and you've had no plans to work out, then Mm -hmm. it's going to all of a sudden the week is going to go by. So I think it's like a Sunday, Hey, I'm going to work out two days a week. I'm already booked my classes for the week. So they're in your calendar and they're set up. And the same with food. If you're like, oh, I'm going to cook five days this week and eat certain things, but then you don't have like a grocery filled with food or anything prepared, then it's so much easier to eat out or do other things where it's like, if you have to set yourself up for success. So I think that's just really important. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys see like benefit in meal prepping versus not. I feel like one thing that I've tried to do is beforehand just check out Pinterest or if there's like a recipe I've been wanting to try, I'll get all the ingredients for all the recipes for the week. Just so, you know, if I'm having a craving for something else, then I will put it in the cart or whatever. Just so, you know, down the road in the next couple of days, like I can stick to that recipe, that healthy recipe. So I don't like kind of stray from that. I hate meal prepping because I just, I, I hate it. Like, I don't like it. I don't like eating food that's been sitting in my refrigerator all week. I'm like, ugh, gross. But for me, the biggest thing that has helped me is, and this does not happen every week because obviously life, but I like to plan out my meals on, because my biggest thing is I eat out way too much. Like, I feel like I eat out more than I would like and especially like post-mating it. Like, it's just like rant. What the fuck? You're spending so much money. Anyway. I like to write out my menu on Sunday. And if I know I have like, oh, Christine and I are going to dinner on Thursday. Like I know I'm going to be going out to eat that day. Or if I have a brand dinner on Wednesday, like I put those in there so then I can plan around it. And I just make things as I go. I don't meal prep, but then I know like, oh, I want to make this. I want to make this. And I plan dinners and stuff, but I don't do the whole like week ahead sort of thing. I mean, I just don't, it doesn't work for me. It go, I go back and forth. I actually do think meal prepping is super, super helpful. But if you're planning to eat the same thing and you're prepping for the week ahead, by two days in, you're getting bored of your food, at least in my opinion. And also at the same time, like I'm like, okay, if this vegetable has been sitting in my kitchen for five days or in my refrigerator, right. I don't want it anymore. What I think is really great to meal prep is protein and having just certain things prepared. Because if you have like a bunch of chicken like prepared, that is something that's easy to warm up and eat in a multitude of different ways. You can have it with some pasta, with some salad, with some vegetables. There's just a lot of ways to do it. So I think like having that protein or having one or two things prepared that you can eat in a couple different ways is what's really helpful. But again, like I think if you're all of a sudden like going from zero to 100 and being like, I'm going to meal prep Mm -hmm. for five days straight. I think that's too much. Start with Mm -hmm. one thing. Start with cooking chicken for the week or whatever it is. Yeah. Everyone's like, I'm vegan. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, that's super helpful. Thank you. I feel like on TikTok, I always find myself on like the wrong side of the algorithm for some reason. And it's always these teenage girls who are like, if he's doing this, he's a red flag or this, that and the other thing. 
And I'm in a very healthy, happy relationship, like full trust, full transparency. We're very honest with each other. I'm very open about my feelings and he is as well. But those videos, I'm like, find myself like looking him up and down and being like, like thinking he's like a monster in that way. It's so not true. But you know, those little silly details of, oh, he flips over his phone, like he must be cheating on you. Like, it's not true. Some instances it might be, but you know, how I find myself just like overthinking that and deleting the app and then moving on. <laughs> well, I like that, that you're overthinking it. <laughs> yeah, I think that is a fantastic start, but that's so funny because we have a whole episode about this. Like social media can be so toxic and it's so easy to compare your relationship to other people's imaginary relationships that you don't even really know about. You don't know yeah. about everyone has different ick factors. Everyone has different red flags and you just have to stop thinking like the grass is greener and comparing um, yourself. And we just had Kim on Kim Ponder, who's a couples counselor. And she said that you have to be happy with 70% she of your like, relationship. Yeah. 70 yep. to 80%. It's like, they make you happy and you are attracted to them and you like spending time with them. And in that there are going to be things that drive you nuts that really annoy you that like, you're going to have to obviously work through. And then that other 20% is you choosing I'm committing to this person and yeah. social media is perpetuating this idea of a perfect relationship and thinking, oh my God, he flips his phone over, like red flag done, where it's, we really are being, I think more nitpicky and cutting things off and not choosing to work through them when that is such a big part of being in a relationship. And I think that like social media can, is an amazing tool, but it can be damaging, very damaging to relationships, especially when you start comparing. And like you said, it's like planting seeds of doubt in your head, like things that wouldn't be there unless you see this video of a teenage girl talking about a red flag. And then you're like, oh shit, do I need to worry about that? Yeah. Honestly, just hit like not interested in this content, like scroll past it, like don't watch it, don't entertain it. And I think it's just good to remind yourself, this is not true. I'm creating this in my head. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Amazing. That's well, awesome. thank you so much, Maddie. Yeah, we you, appreciate Maddie. you so much. These were great questions. We appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com. And find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag us.